0: Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing.
1: Can you
2: hear me now? Uh, Yes, Jim, I can hear
3: you. Can you hear yourself?
2: Kind of.
0: Listen, we did start now. Did we? We're going, Jim. Hmm. Yes, we can hear you. Uh, this is Sam. Uh-oh. And Jim
3: and Sarah. Hello.
2: Hi. Legacy
3: Hi. matters again. Welcome
2: to Legacy. It still
3: matters. matters. It still matters. We're, we're yes, still it here. Yeah. It still matters. So, welcome. It turns
2: out
0: people like legacy, and they even like talking so. about it a little bit about I think legacy so. matters. Or they like listening to us talk about it. Maybe they do. I don't we have know. A
3: few super listeners out there.
0: Yeah, a growing number of right. of listeners which is great. We
3: should give our super listeners some type of sticker or something.
0: So, there is some talk uh, I've read these articles now where you're supposed to be on Patreon. Yeah,
3: I know. We I, have to t- we can talk about that uh, offline. God, I know. I know. I get it's, it.
0: It's okay. I think we can do that. I don't know what kind of swag we would offer yeah. our super listeners, but it's if they Stickers, that's a good idea.
3: Uh, stickers. stickers. you already
2: need stickers?
1: I know.
0: Yeah, but how boring. But, and and we're certainly not going to do a sweatshirt and expect people to wear a sweatshirt, or are we? I don't, I don't know. know. We have to talk know.
3: about this. Okay, we'll no one talk one about really it when, when you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: um, anyway, thank you, super listeners. Thank and you for listening, first time listeners, first time
3: listeners, and also please again, rate us, mm. subscribe, share. Uh, just leave so a you comment. know, when
0: you when you subscribe, that does not mean you have to pay us anything. So Absolutely if you're not, looking at that free. subscription button and yeah. thinking, "Wow, well, I don't want to pay," Like it's not a subscription no. button. You're just putting it on there so it shows up in your feed all the time. Yeah, that's how you're sure doing. Sure does. Yep. And we appreciate you get that
2: a not- notification.
3: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it yep. helps us with the rankings. You know, there's it this algorithm. It helps me
2: know when we've got it out. <laughs> oh, when you know? we
3: or you mean Sarah?
2: Yeah, we meaning you, okay. Sarah. When Sarah does it, because Sarah <laughs> does everything. <laughs> <laughs> so when
0: Sam edits it and yep. Sarah puts it out, and, and I
2: don't do anything. <laughs> no, you besides show up. I show up to talk, and that's right? it. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even talk them.
3: You do have four stars on our star list, though. I do, And Thanks. Sam has one big star.
2: Right, which equals probably four stars. Four. So, yeah,
3: yeah, is that, yeah. even. I mean,
0: there's five points on my
2: star. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Could oh, be, so maybe I need five. one more star? Uh, to catch up. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Jimsy, all right, what's, well, what's going we, on outside yeah, today? Yeah,
3: what's the weather today? <laughs> it's kind of gloomy.
2: All right. Well, here we are. November. Still in November. And it is cloudy and kind of just shitty out really. I mean it's not that But the
3: temperature is nice. The
2: temperature is yeah. nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. But this um, is the time of year that that anything's possible. Yeah, you wake up Anything. and it could be beautiful. It could be and 25 sunny.
0: degrees or it could be shitty and 45 degrees. You just yep. don't know. And today's
2: mm-hmm. like one of those 38 degree sort of kind November of. days. Yeah. 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 Kind of yeah. bleak. It is kind of bleak. bleak out there. Yep. But that's all right. Okay. No snow on the ground. Yeah. We're used to it's it. A plus no ice on the sidewalks. Yeah. It's a plus. At least we don't live in Seattle where it's, you know, like rained for the last
0: 112 days or whatever. Exactly. I like this. Yep. We get we get a little bit of overcast, but then we will get some sun. It will come back. It's coming. It is.
2: All right. All right, you two. Uh,
0: I'll go ahead and take the introduction today uh, because this is a friend of mine. Uh, it's not like the type of friendship where we see each other often, but uh, there is a little bit of a backstory. We have Forrest Wozniak in today, and Forrest is a hand painted sign painter here in Minneapolis. And uh, a good friend of mine down in Chicago, Jonah Mueller uh, helped produce, I'm not sure what his role in it was a documentary about hand painted sign. Yeah. Hand Mm -hmm. hand sign painters. What do you call yourself for Sign painters. Oh, well that's, that makes sense. I was overly confusing it, which is (laughs) I'm prone to do. Uh, Anyway, so Sign Painters documentary, it's actually really good. Is it still out there? Can you see it? Yeah, it's still available for
4: purchase, and I think, I'm sure you can find it online and stream yep. it somehow. Yeah. 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 And it's by the same name. It's its entitled Sign Painters, Oh. the film. Okay. Well, by Faith Levine and Sam Macon.
0: Okay. And I feel like Sam Macon is someone who's who Jonah knows well, but I could be wrong on that, but I think that's the case. Anyway.
3: Welcome. Forrest. welcome. Yes, thank you for coming in.
4: Thank you for having me
0: yeah so uh so i got introduced to you i'll just start off with my little story of how i got introduced to you uh jonah did some design work for me to get me a new logo for my company for kinetic legacy or kinetic construction and i was saying thanks jonah now i need to figure out do you know anyone any place i could get it printed and he he didn't exactly fly off the handle at me but he made it very clear that I was not to have vinyl printed, mm-hmm. that I was to reach out to a sign painter and have it hand lettered Young. on on my trailer. And uh, Forrest did that, and you did a beautiful job. And I'm still proud of it because it's so unique versus what other people have. Yeah. I love that
4: it's hand painted. Well, it's probably aging more attractively than. Mm-hmm. Of course it is because oh, mm-hmm. stickers just sure. crack. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, it looks great. <clears throat> yeah. It's actually it's held up really well. It looks kind of fresh as the day it was done, but. Over time, when it does get that patina, it'll oh, even yeah. it look great. Yeah, that, you know? oh, that yeah. makes it yeah. look be really even in
2: vogue. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, I have to pay extra for the distressed look, <laughs> right? You know, right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right?
3: Which is funny
0: because my logo, Jonah made it with uh, like kind of like sh- it looks like shotgun blasts yep. through yep. it or something. There's holes in it, yeah, right. And you were like, no, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which I totally understand, and uh, but you painted it up beautifully, and it's got that like it's gorgeous. classic only can be done by yep. hand kind of uh, shadow. Is that what
4: that is? Sort oh, of? right. I, did, I added like a kind of signature drop shadow. Yes. Knowing me, it was what they call a hobo drop shadow. Mm. Nice. What's
3: a hobo drop shadow?
4: It's set away from the letter, uh-huh. so it's like there's a distance between the letter and the shadow, uh-huh. so it's just sort of in its origin, a fast way to shadow because you're not touching the sure. Letter.
0: Okay. Oh, um, yeah. It's really it's really cool. It looks great, it, and uh, people do notice it and they comment on it. So okay. I I'm a big ever since this this came about I'm a big advocate of telling people like uh uh-uh, uh you know there is time for vinyl. I mean there is absolutely a, a place for vinyl. But uh, if if you're looking to really have a sign stand out. Well, it's art.
2: It. it is yeah. art. It's the art. So, name. Forrest,
4: how, how long have you been doing this? So, I've been painting signs uh, since about 2000. Okay. And then I would say in about 2008, 2009, I really went all in, and oh. it's all I've done for okay. a living. But up to that point, I also worked in general construction and masonry and home repairs and rehabs and restoration work and things like that so you're a
3: handy guy uh, handy
4: Handy. in origin yep and still I mean I still am now but now if I feel like fixing something broken I just do it to my own house I don't do it for anyone else (laughs) so you know how did you how did you get into I
2: mean were you an art kid um [3] when you were younger I mean have you been drawing and painting and
4: yeah I definitely doodled my way through school uh elementary and high school Uh, I don't have an artistic background in terms of education I did not go to college for art um and so I think I can kind of think back on I was really I was young when I started sign painting but I can kind of think back on the philosophical angle that I took at the time and it was like I had this feeling that people if you went back in time 50 years 60 years 100 years people just knew how to do a lot more. We just kind of came from crafting families, no matter what your lineage, no matter what your socioeconomics. Crafting was just so much more a part of culture, everyone's culture, Mm -hmm. including America's culture. And so when you look back on those old signs that peppered the landscape, if you look at the old black and white photos, they all kind of have a traditional value to them, and we sort of pine for that look, and they look kind of nostalgic. But really, if you break them down and 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 sort of distill them down and look at them they're actually pretty amateur and because a lot of them were actually done by the store owners or their nephew everyone had a small education in letters so i felt that there was like this possibility to just diversify my skill set into just yet another practical skill that i could offer so it was really kind of a simple uh, motivation and then i was also just watching old timers that i was working with and kind of how beat up you get in the trades it doesn't always age well <laughs> right it often it does, not. does not it <laughs> often does yeah. not yeah, yeah. And, and in the construction uh, yeah, sort of yeah, side. yeah. it yeah. just it, and it, it can uh, right. i know people who have also have done it gracefully and beautifully too but so that was the motivation it was not really even so much art it was just almost like practicality mm. And then coming of age on, in, basically, I like to think East Lake, but South Minneapolis, my friends' influence, they were headed towards They had that type of artistic motivation kind of before I did to, like, sign paint and do things like that. Right. And so it was also a peer influence.
2: Mm-hmm. So did you have a mentor that you worked with at the beginning?
4: Yep. So we started out like a group of young men uh there was like five of us and we actually had our first studio in the bottling plant or the bottling portion of this building oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding and it was a uh, von sven who lives in sweden his friend lent us his studio for us to use and because he was like a old kind of retiring sculptor artist and i uh Don't recall his name. And so we were all painting signs, and we didn't really know what we were doing. But we were all just painting really colorful signs, getting really familiar with the paint, and just Mm -hmm. doing more like found art paintings, less like sign painting. And so we were already doing that. And then we started painting signs all throughout the country, Olympia, Seattle. You know, We were just painting signs because people are quite receptive to it, unrelated to your skill set, because... This is pre cell phones. This is pre the proliferation of of Googling and all of these resources. So you can walk up to a storefront with no sign and offer something quite affordable, and people are very receptive to that. So it's a really easy. It was really easy to step in, right? Walk into that okay uh, trade, and then I did. I started paying signs f- for friends' businesses, but like for example, one was. Business that had been previously owned, and they had hired a sign painter named Phil Vandevart, who's kind of a local legend. So, doing the right thing when I got the contract to repaint it, I went to him, and I knew him. We had a lot of mutual friends mm-hmm. from the West Bank and and whatnot. And so, that really was the start of a long uh, relationship that we still have to this day. We just finished up. He was my guest instructor at my continuing education course at MCAD that I taught with a friend of mine. And so we just hung out just the other day. So okay. we're still good friends. And we, so we're on 17, 18 years that we've worked together. Hmm. Right.
0: No, well, no shit. MCAD, cool. huh?
4: uh, yeah. So that's where
2: I went to school. Okay, cool. Yep. And I'm part of that school right now still. But, cool. um, what was, what's that like over there for you with s- the, with s- the students?
4: Yeah, so this was what was called a continuing education course. Yep. So it was really like adult learning. Sure. So there was a couple students that went to MCAD as part of their graduate program. Um, they could pick a continuing education kind of complementary on the house. The, the mm-hmm. school would pay for it as part of your graduate program. But So it was, it was not an accredited course, yep. uh, though maybe at some point it will be. And... I liked it. It was adults, so it was contemporaries, it was peers, so uh, no intimidation. I, I like children too. children have great ho- hope, so i don't I felt no intimidation working with adults. Um, the part that was most intimidating for me was entering an academic setting because yep. I've been so outside of the academic yep. setting, and I didn't like excel in a school setting to begin with, and I never went to college, so that was the part that was the biggest. Uh, having to rewrite and reprogram my mind was yeah. to not have anxiety walking into right. a school, period. It was yeah. really kind of strange. Yeah, yeah, It was sort of opening a Pandora's box, but um, I'm mature enough to just wrap my head around that one, so yeah. I just handled it, <laughs> yeah, everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everything was fine. And there's nothing to it. I mean, <laughs> beli- believe me,
1: n-
2: no one, no one, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so exactly. It totally exactly. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, yeah. I mean... Uh, and i'm I'm really into the sign painting. i mean, I, I I love the history of it. I love looking at old signs. I love going to i mean, we've talked a lot about this stuff and and also, you know, it goes back to what we've been talking about lately is handmade mm-hmm. handmade things. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean you know, in, and the importance of the artist's hand involved in in, in just things,
0: yeah, i mean, in in all sorts of everyday things, like yeah. like yes. There are places that make beautiful signs with lights in them and, sure. and everything else and a bunch of vinyl, but it's still, when you see the right kind of hand-painted yeah. sign work, whether that's lettering on a door or a sign above the, the place, it's, you know, someone took the time to do this. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, well, and mean, can, it's
4: a piece of art. To yeah, you, me you, it is, yeah. You can create a world in which what you do for a living or your hobbies or what makes you happy has, like, purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. why Let's not live everything. with some purpose? Yep. Yeah.
2: So when yeah. you guys were, were in this building and starting out, what were you painting on? Were you painting on wood or I oh, like garbage, or? pretty much. Yeah. Like, just just found yeah. objects. You just know, things. like we'd
4: find like old gas tanks and paint like yep. a trilobite on it or like, right. like Virgin Mary with one eyeball. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like just yeah. sort of like late 90s, just sort of like high gloss enamel on rusty right. objects. And
2: what were you using for the paint?
4: Were you one shot. One so the shot, correct yeah. lettering yeah. Yeah. enamel. The, yep. yep. That it is. Yeah, Sven. Yeah. Sven had a friend. We all had a mutual friend, and his dad, who played, Santa, he was Santa Claus in Stillwater, but he was also part of like the hot rod community. And I think he was friends with like Big Daddy Ross and like the old school kind of hot uh-huh. rod pinstriper dudes. Yep. So then his son gave Sven like pinstriping brushes. So there was sort of this like evolution in that way. And so yeah. we had we had a sense of sign painting. We knew what sign painting was, mm-hmm. but we were just doing right just doing Art. your own thing yeah too is some yeah. of that old
0: pinstriping like like they walk down the car and just do it yeah. in one smooth stroke
4: yep yeah, and then amazing. a lot of that really ornate stuff on the hood or by the handle yeah. or something
0: I mean like that. that
2: is amazing yeah. you know when you're doing that I mean you're just I've I've seen you know yeah. do that but like I'm just like wow says so yeah. our it's resident tr- artist yeah.
4: You know. yeah it's too right. small proportionally for me I, I really like uh-huh. the big stuff the little stuff is just so little and then you're Painting people's cars right. that they like better than like their family mm-hmm. members. Well, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it's I'm emotional. cool, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
4: Back <laughs> up <Yep. It's very laughs> <emotional>. small business. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, my my trailer wasn't precious, to me. You did a great job yeah, yeah. with it, but but if there were an error or a mistake, I would have been okay. So,
2: in the world of this, like, do you have, like, can people tell your signs from other signs? Like, I mean, is there Signature. distinct uh, gestures or colors, or yeah.
4: is there? A... I'd like to think so, but I do also think that I am a heir to what we've jokingly called the Minneapolis sign look. Mm. So there's some signature things like the Hobo drop show I mentioned, or like this drop down R and just some methods to it that I've really adopted from my mentor Phil. Mm -hmm. So I think you could say yes. Now in this day and age, you could go, Oh, that's definitely a forest original, but Phil's friends Who are maybe in their sixties or seventies would think it was a Phil original, if that makes sense. So I think Mm -hmm. the the younger demographic would identify it as mine and like archetypally my work, but it's very much an evolution of Phil's style, also. Like mine's a little conservative. We have our own styles and stuff like that, but like, so I'd almost say like you could pick out our style easier than individually in a way. Okay, I definitely owe a lot to him aesthetically.
0: Mm -hmm. When you say big. Uh, how big do your, do your yeah? That's get? what I was gonna ask too. Like, yeah. what's,
2: what kind of scale is a Yes.
4: Huge? So uh, before recently, the biggest we had done was, F. Scott Fitzgerald on the backside of the Fitzgerald Theater, and he's seventy-seven feet tall. So that's his head well, that's to toe. A lot bigger than I thought. Yeah. So the signs. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the signs maybe oh, Jesus. close to a hundred feet tall by right. like maybe twenty five feet wide or something like that. But I know that's only 10 stories. Yeah. But I know F Scott (laughs) stood 70 some feet. Yeah. Yeah, He was, well, he was cousin to Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Well, yeah. If I knew what I knew now, what I like, it's a, it's a photo reel. It's not like, it doesn't look like a real picture, but it's like, we took the image from an actual picture of him standing there with his wife Uh, Zelda Zelda, at Lake Minnetonka was Uh the original print. We went down to the Historical Society, and they actually got us a photo-quality version of it. Uh, Zelda probably should have been in there, too. Um, But but this is America. She, She just has to quietly... Wait, All right? <laughs> Whatever she did to help him get famous probably does not get as much credit. as Oh, really? Should. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I'm Sam's
3: sure joking, Imagine that.
4: Everybody. Yeah, he's <laughs> joking. Yeah, I'm sure her job was These
0: hard. two get so uncomfortable. I'm making a joke about I'm how bad about we are about giving yeah, people credit. Yeah. It's because it's really not a joke, but it is. Go yeah. ahead. I yeah.
4: would have made his shoes smaller because you stand underneath him. Right. Yeah. So like perspective-wise, perspective. it's actually legitimately the size of his head and the size of his feet. Yeah, so whenever, Wherever you look at it, yeah. it looks like he has giant shoes. Right. right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then moving from that point on, what has been biggest is I have a sign, a couple signs in Iowa that are, I think, 200 feet up, and then those have like a 40-foot radius logo, and then it's like 88 feet wide or something like that. Okay. And that's for a... Meat rendering. Facility, oh, you can, I, I can't.
3: I <laughs> mean, all sorts of things.
4: I can't unsee what I saw.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: wow. Okay. So right. Smell what you smelled. <laughs> we wore respirators for that reason alone. Yeah. It was wow. not the paint because we were just using you know just your aura, just your. I high know chest how you latex. painters are. Yeah. yeah. No, I. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what, it wasn't an is oil it job. Meat job ren- is it meat rendering? Yeah. They take all the Processing. animals that you that uh, don't make it into like or, human like a hot consumption. Dog?
3: Oh, Let's just
4: say disease. Old, you know, like that, whatever. Dog food. Yep, exactly. And uh, biofuel and bone meal. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Mm -hmm. doggy treats. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Back to pig meal. Actually, as weird as that sounds. Yeah.
3: And where was this painted? Was it on the side of the building? So it was it a, a sign? Yeah, it
4: was like a massive grain silo, that. but then when it was converted into a meat rendering plant, it was probably cheaper for them to just keep the silos, even though the silos oh, were no longer yeah. active. And so then they, when they did a rebranding or they were like purchased by a larger corporate entity, or I don't know how it works... Uh, We use that Grand Salo as their advertising. So, So, are you on? So, so
2: how is this happening? Are you on a lift? Are you in control of the lift?
4: Yeah, this one would be most of my setups. I do myself. Even big setups, I'll do myself. I own the scaffolding and the planks and the ladder planks, and so we overdo it in terms of doing our own setup with our own equipment. But on something like that, you do what's called a swing stage. And a swing stage is what you would see like a window washing outfit use, where you repel from the top Uh down. So you actually get a crane to come in and drop the I-beam on the roof. And then you you set up your I-beams to get cantilevered over the roof. And then you you take an electrical pigtail into their electrical system, so like 220. And so you have like a button and you just go up and down.
3: So you're not scared of heights then.
4: It's funny because it's like being on a swing stage is probably far safer than being on a stepladder. So we play okay. the height angle as like to make us seem like... You oh, know, you don't want to tell people what, this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, know, yeah exactly. <laughs>
4: yeah, well, that's way up there. you know? <laughs> yeah. But like you're strapped in well, but with that costs iron. extra. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it literally does too just because the swing stage is, yeah. a, is, a, is a major expense Great. also. And yes, you are... Having to manage that level of size, that level of danger, that level of height, but you're very, very safe mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you're on, you're rigged up, you're, you have your own rig for your own safety to the building. So if that whole thing were to collapse, sure. you would be just dangling there. I mean, you might break a rib or it'd be embarrassing or, yeah, but you'd like, you'd be might totally fine. <laughs> yeah, where like a stepladder, nothing's actually, oh, you know what I mean? Like right. a stepladder is actually probably dangerous, more dangerous. Are you scared,
3: yeah. more scared of ladders then?
4: I use a lot of ladders yeah. and I just choose not to be scared. Sure. I just choose just to be it. really smart in how I do it because there's a safe way. There's yeah. a safe way to do everything. So just sure. be safe. And i definitely have no shame in, uh, roping off now and harnessing off to a different point of the building. Yep. So right. you got kids. I do. I have, two, yep. I have two children, two daughters. Yeah.
0: I noticed Cause I used to paint. Jim used to yep. paint. And yep. Not, not artistically like that, but painting yep. houses. Yeah. And, uh, I noticed once I, I fell once and I broke my wrist, thats yep. and it wasn't, wasn't going to kill me the height I fell from. Yeah, uh, and that was just an extension ladder that the sand gave out underneath, and I just slid down, totally. and you know, it happens. Uh, but then also, once I had kids, I did not like getting up high mm-hmm. anymore. I, yep. And I would I felt a lot better about it when I was roped off, but things I had done yep. prior to having children totally. not so much
4: after.: It would be really embarrassing. I mean you don't want to die Of anything embarrassing <laughs> You don't You know what I mean like, you want to A go to go shark battle Or something? fine You <laughs> <but> just <laughs> don't want to be like
2: You know Waving to your buddies yeah. And then get run over yeah. You know Yeah right exactly <laughs> Like <laughs> that's Like damn He, that's how he set up out? his ladder And that right. was it Right, like, right. He just he just fell like, off the roof
4: I mean I know of a sign painter Who died on Lake Street Back in the day And no one knows If he fell And had a heart attack Or if he had a heart attack And fell Right They couldn't figure that out Yeah I'm not sure Which one came first Yeah Right
1: Yeah
0: yeah, but you're
4: right. Battling <laughs> sharks, yes. Yeah, yeah that, that's think, cool. It's
0: fine. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's not just battling a shark either. It was a shark battle, you yeah, saw, which yeah. makes it sound to me like it was maybe maybe you
2: and other people went out at the same time, yeah, yeah. battling several yeah, sharks. That's very Yeah. <laughs> so this is like a combination, though, of like. So I'm I'm thinking, yeah, it's signed, but it's also a mural.
4: Is yeah, there a I was difference? Ask, yeah. I would say there's a big difference in the way that signs you need permits to work with the city so signs fall into like all your permitting departments in terms of uh all your building permits and murals are completely arbitrary because a sign advertises what's for sale so you could say that it it could be a mural in terms of what the pictorial image is pictorial Uh is but it's a matter of if it's selling the product that's inside the store. Hmm. So, ironically, you could go to a cowboy boot store and paint fish mm-hmm. with no permission from the city whatsoever. But if you went to the cowboy st- boot store and painted boots, it would fall into a city restrictive sign permit. Huh. huh.
2: Okay. <laughs>
3: Who knew?
2: Yeah,
4: that's interesting. I, I had no yeah. idea. Like, it's it's dysfunctional and like behind the times, right? Um, but it is how it currently sits. So I definitely fall into a professional sign vending category sure. in terms of what I do for a living versus yeah, a muralist. Yeah, because you're. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's yep. say,
0: let's say we had like, I don't know, past mayors of cities or something in here on our show every now and again, and and if what do we do? Hey. <laughs> 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 Uh, or other or other people in politics like if you could change that what what would the change be if it's behind the times what would the modern version of it
4: be it would be hard because what you'd have to do is you'd have to make a segregation be behind between the corporate agenda and small business and the arts and the reason why our sign sizes the size sign restrictions change so dramatically is because the general public didn't want billboards everywhere. Mm-hmm. Because what you used to be able to do is own a bar like Dusty's, uh-huh. put a billboard on top, and you could pay your mortgage unrelated to how well your business was doing. Mm-hmm. So the business below would be a bar, and the rooms above would be a pay-by-the-hour, or pay-by-the-night. It didn't really matter because right. Clear Channel was paying you enough to mm-hmm. have McDonald's on the roof. Mm-hmm. So right. what that did from a social engineering perspective is that it made the values of the building below those mm-hmm. – uh, billboards less valuable. okay. Right, than so, the space
0: above yeah, them at the billboard. Yeah, so the then there yeah.
4: became these laws where you can no longer have billboards in the city limits, so any billboard that's here is grandfathered in. So everything got thrown out with the bathwater. So because people didn't want McDonald's billboards on the roof of the neighborhood bar, which we can all probably relate to, yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. you also can't have a giant painting of Dusty's bar mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Right. So, the city would have to create a format to segregate what makes it small business and art, mm-hmm. but still advertising, and what makes it the corporate agenda mm-hmm. okay. that has no investment in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, that is I a complex have no idea. One. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's really interesting.
4: It is kind of interesting yeah, where it's is. like. And so it, it would be it's a hard one for them and then it's always interesting too like as much as I love signs yeah. and think that the whole world should look like some Beetlejuice village and some uh-huh. like Coney Island <laughs> <Right>. like <laughs> land of make believe. Yeah. Not everyone feels that way.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, I, mean,
4: I, I it hadn't some people not occurred to me that there Band-Aid. could be
2: McDonald's
4: signs all over the place and that would be, I mean, yeah, it just sucks, yeah. yeah. So, the yeah. same agenda that protects us from that yeah. is right. the same agenda that threw the artists out, yeah. It's huh. like we got thrown right. out with the bathwater, yeah. yeah. yep. If you, know. you could go around
0: promoting your Beetle juicy looking world, though, yeah. I think you might have you might get some people on I mean, board because that I sounds I am by kind of fun. uh,
4: you know, just slowly and methodically.
0: Right. Does the side of a building is that? different than than the top of a building a billboard a standalone billboard
4: all signs have size restrictions okay. uh strict size restrictions and i with the uh well-educated blessing of the client will happily violate those oh rules. all right oh yeah well you, know, you because don't it's look code ex- interpretation it's not laws mm-hmm. so and it's Frankly, very, very outdated. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah. And almost always the neighborhood association, the business association, everyone who is looking out for the little guy is in support of it. And it's just one little page in a massive book of zoning mm-hmm. interpret. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one guy interpreted a zoning.
0: Oh, I deal with it. that in building yeah. all yeah. the time. Yeah. Exactly. Like,
2: well, that's the way you read it, but I read it yeah. like this. <laughs> you, know, exactly. you know,
4: there's it, so
2: every day when we come here to the Grain Belt Bottling House. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Across the street is the Grain Belt you know, the, the, the big building. kind of castle. Yeah, And on the side is that... You could that never do that now. Very, that's what I was going to ask. Belt. And, and, I, and I think about it all the time when I look at it. I just go, God, I wonder if anyone's going to redo Restore that. that. Restore Probably it. a
4: thousand times too large. Really? For what the city would allow now. But you can do historical restoration. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Dusty's mm-hmm. right across the street, yeah. we painted that sign on the side there. Okay. Oh. Dusty's Bar. Oh. Yeah, yep. That far exceeds... Uh, city ordinances, okay. but because it was painted, it's a grandfathered-in clause. Yeah. If it was done up to code when it was done, it's up to code now, right. because the city has to encourage maintenance and upkeep. Oh. So we fell into that category in the way that we mm-hmm. repainted. Them. And so I, in theory, they could do this one. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I mean, okay. that would be so cool. That's a huge, I, huge so painting. Your biggest issue with that is going to be things like HPC.
0: Yeah, but I wonder. I wonder if you could, instead of Writing the laws to fit every situation, since that sounds nigh on impossible, I wonder if there could just be kind of an appeals process to say, mm-hmm. like, put it to the
2: community Exception. vote. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. would this? Because I, maybe we can start that. Help it. I, I do miss those types ass. of big signs on
4: things. Absolutely. I mean, that's fine. cool. Well, it's, a, it's that fine line where it's like we love old ghost signs. Ghost signs are beautiful. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. But there's a turning point where that ghost sign is going to be gone forever. Mm-hmm. Right. And which restoring it's in your best interest. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. something perfectly s- halted in its point of deterioration is mm-hmm. beautiful, and we'd all mm-hmm. like to see it that way. But this is a- about to be gone. Yeah, this I mean, is almost, almost illegible. There. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it, but, it, yeah. yeah. The problem is you're advertising beer, someone's beer, someone's yeah. beer who's mm-hmm. not here. Mm-hmm. So, it'd be off site advertisement. So, we'd be voluntarily painting a massive sign in favor of an imbev company. Well, they have yeah. that's the that's where it's true that oh, no, that is They did peaceful.
2: restore the bottle cap, right? The grain belt uh sign out there yep. on
4: the river. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: They so,
3: did. And I mean at, forth, at some yeah. point point... It's that. part of the history though. Yeah, it is right?
0: part absolutely. of the history. I mean this this absolutely. part of Northeast doesn't exist the way it exists had this not been right. such a huge employer right. of so many people for so long. Oh, absolutely.
4: You know. Right. All these little bars were all uh like had a softball team to go with them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Yep. (laughs) Stanley still does.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Well, we love our little local bars and and neighborhood around here, but, um, all right, we're going to get right back to this. Sounds good. Take Uh, a little break. That went
3: really fast.
0: Yeah, I did. Well, that's because oh. forest is fun. I no. told you we were going to enjoy talking to Forrest. I knew y- it. Interesting guy. You do look like a, a rule breaker, so it does not surprise me that you will <laughs> <laughs> that you will willfully break a few rules.
3: All the, all the in to support art. right? That's right, in yep. the best possible way. Yep. Not
4: not bad rule breaker. But no. most breaker. importantly, I put it all on the table so everyone knows exactly we're all in it together. Yeah, that's right. You know. spread the spread the
2: wealth and the, spread the paint.
1: <laughs> All right. We'll Bye. come back
0: <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by the Andolan app A first of its kind digital legacy preservation app That allows you to digitally attach photos, videos, and audio recordings To the places and objects you love Imagine hearing your grandmother's voice telling the stories of your family heirlooms Preserve your memories, prepare for the future, and share with those you love. Andolin. available in the App Store and Google Play. Visit andelin.app for more information.
3: Need some help with a construction project? Looking for thoughtful design and honest answers about what is possible and what is not? Kinetic Design Build is a full-service boutique remodeler, servicing residential and commercial clients in the Twin Cities. Design and build with purpose visit kineticdesignbuild.com to request a consultation
2: packing for a trip let pack simply give you a little help by delivering travel safe products directly to your door in an airport security safe pouch unbelievably easy and surprisingly simple make your life easier visit packsimply.com
3: interested in art james holmberg is both an artist and an art consultant His strong connections in the Minnesota art world give him a unique perspective on the talented pool of artists from our region. Let James guide you to an original work that will come alive in your home. Visit JamesHolmberg.com to find out more.
0: All right, do you want to go on a wilderness adventure with me, Sam? Or maybe you know a group of kids who could benefit from an extended break from their electronics. Or maybe you just need a break from those kids. Visit earthedfound.org for more information about how to get started.
3: For information about becoming a sponsor of Legacy Matters, please visit legacymatterspodcast.com.
2: You feel ready to go. All right. So. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, welcome back, says Jim. Yep. Yep. Still cloudy.
0: So Well <laughs> we're back with Forrest.
3: So Forrest to take it a little bit different direction. Mm, yeah. Are you are you an avid reader? Movies, music? What are you kinda into in your spare time?
4: Well, uh parenting. Parenting. Uh, I'm uh can genuinely say I'm into it, so it doesn't mm-hmm. just uh Yeah. How old are your kids? I have a thirteen year old daughter and a ten year old daughter. Oh, okay. okay.
0: So mm-hmm. I've got twelve and ten year old boys.
4: So nice. a little okay. different. So, yeah, it's a little strange because I did create a career in which the pleasures of a hobby you would love is what you do for a living. So it's slightly insulting to the hobby because work starts to feel like work because you Mm -hmm. run a business, and so Mm -hmm. much of it is running a business. Uh, The amount that I'm actually painting versus the amount that I'm running a business can go right down the middle sometimes, Mm -hmm. 50-50. So that's an interesting uh, point part. So, like, last night... I wanted to do something that de- I, would, I would use to decompress, and I worked on one of my signs that's more like a piece of art. So that can get a little complicated in terms of like what sure. my hobbies would be. Uh-huh. Uh, I do read a lot, not a lot of books, but a lot of information, a lot of newspaper and Smithsonian and history and things like that. And what
3: history stuff are you really into?
4: I was just recently reading about the Romanov family in Russia oh, wow. um, and how they... Disappeared, but people still think they, you know, it Is never it disappeared. Anastasia? Oh, who's that? Yeah, yep. Anastasia? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it was the last czar of Russia. Uh-huh. Um, and the
3: youngest daughter. Was it the, she the youngest? She was one of the daughters that they thought yep. disappeared, but the. I've read nov- historical novels where she's still alive and she's a yeah, exactly. common citizen. There's a
4: lot of people who uh-huh. think that, and um, that's most likely not true. That's yeah. most likely <laughs> okay. that <we're> all... <laughs> Well,
1: you're going to know more than me. We love the not <laughs> true
4: stuff but, the yeah, most. Yeah, totally. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I make a lot of mixtapes for the few friends that still have tape players. So in terms oh, nice. of like a hobby that I Whoa, enjoy. Actual mixed it, actual Take,
0: actual take a step back.
4: Yep. What are you using right. for uh, A tape. <laughs> I order, like, them bulk, like what a recording person would use to. Okay. Unfortunately, to the a high bias is just not affordable. Okay. So it's, like, average bias or low bias or sure. no bias. I don't know what they are, but they're. Yeah. Because high bias is just. Well, I'm wondering you know, if it's Sony or TDK or. Oh, yeah. These are. Uh, these don't even have a brand on them. They're just, like, completely blank. And oh. they're out of a company in Brooklyn. And okay. they're called, like. Blanktape.com or okay. something. Okay. All yeah. right. And so I order them and I actually like the small one. I just got the 47 minute because then um, it's just like all the hits and you never yeah. have to throw in a filler. We're like, when you right. make a 90 minute tape, yeah, you have at least two songs you kind of wish you hadn't put on there yeah and if you make like a 60 minute tape yeah you don't make there's not a single missing it's just it's like soft. straight all all right are you, yeah. are you
2: are you are you taking this off albums or, yeah i just or i just made it um
4: it's all album it's typically albums i made a what i call the soft rock uh tape but okay. kirsten my partner said that that was misleading is it Because yeah, I probably rock? don't know what soft rock is, but it was like
3: like name some artists on here
4: like Paul Simon, Uh-huh, soft rock. Uh-huh. Yeah, else? but like for me, who grew sure. up on like rap, like rap. Oh, I get it. it. Very, he's, I he's thought, great. Who else is on was there? Say Rat. Do you have a
3: little uh, Michael <laughs> Michael McDonald on anything?
4: No, no, but I really went out there. Well, I did. I did throw on a Frankie Lee song. Okay. He's a friend of mine. He's local, and then. Uh, it, that goes into traveling. Willberries, yes. Mm-hmm. And Good. then I even went down a little bit of like reggae, like Peter Tosh, kind of in like his '80s era.
2: Nice.
4: I'd have to look at the listings to remember more. Um, but that one stayed almost like somewhat t- traditional. A little bit of Doctor uh, John. Uh, what's it? Doctor John. Doctor John. Yeah. Yep. Little mm-hmm. Doctor John. Early Doctor John, so it sounds more like his like kind of doo wop yep. type stuff. Huh good mix Yeah, and then I just (laughs) finished up a parental advisory mix so you have all this on album that's not for children
2: that you're and then putting it on
4: yeah I kind of I I recently made one that my parental advisory mix is all rap and rap is kind of harder to come by on album form these days if it's new rap Right. So a lot of that was downloaded and okay. downloaded does not transfer to tape very well. Right. So I'm having a little bit of a blowout issue on a couple songs that I'm trying okay. to work through on my parental advisory mix. That's cool. I mean this <laughs> is I mean cool. I mean I like it. You're kind of getting
2: old it. school with the hand painted sides, <laughs> yeah. the tape. You need to I sell mean,
3: these tapes, Jim. Wouldn't it be fun? Well, i give them great. out for free. Oh, yeah, You can have one. I'll take one. We would. We'll take. Would we, what see about?
2: what's over there? We would love one. <laughs> I mean, look, we've got oh, the tape
4: player right there, too. Sure I'll mail you my soft rock mix. You'll love yeah. it. God. And albums, so yeah. And that one's all albums, so that one has really good fidelity. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. yeah. So so to, how fun is we that? We need to get you hooked up with Laserbeak. It seems like
2: there would be something know, so where you guys would. yeah. We have a lot of mutual friends. Actually, it was, who was it? Was it... Who was it that was just in we were talking about because back in the day i used oh you're talking about the, the TDK. tdk yeah TDK yes, you know, that was totally that was my well uh, and
0: you had you the, like yeah. the yeah. st90 or that's whatever. exactly right yeah, yeah. Well,
4: i just like it i don't like um algorithms i don't, right. I don't uh-huh. like subscribing to algorithms in mm-hmm. fact i like that my algorithm is like children's clothes and right you know like i i, I like to keep my algorithm somewhat unpredictable i don't like consumer profiles yep and, uh-huh. i mean i'm obviously sort of you're speaking early, I'm against. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the corporate. I think the corporatism of mm-hmm. American culture was mm-hmm. our greatest insult, mm-hmm. and something we could have avoided had we stayed conscious of it. And we've mm-hmm. really been the. We've been strangled by corporatism for the last 50 years really obviously where we basically have stifled our culture stifled our expression and and basically just voluntarily handed our information over for exploitation yep i mean we could stop that it's the numbing (laughs) of the (laughs) country yeah yeah i'll just throw in there that i like we
0: we're kind of all on the same page with that i do think that uh what we've what we've managed to do isn't when people talk about this and they sort of frame it in a certain way, it makes it sound like there's no room for corporate anything. Right. It's that we haven't done enough to keep it in balance, is the yes. way I look at it. Like, Absolutely. there's got to be some of this for there to be some of that. Yeah. You know, government is important. We do. You, I don't vote because I hate the government. Like, yeah, but you drive around on roads and you use the, yep. you know, there's a society Radio. out there you have to be a part of. Right. But yeah. The, when all
4: your hatred leaves you with no job, you probably go get some benefits. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> exactly.
4: Right. Exactly. Right, when you have
1: nothing. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah, right. there's
0: there's got to be a balance and there And is. if we're if we're too far out of balance, then we're yeah. too far out of balance. Well, cap-
4: so try and- Capitalism is not a political system. Correct. It's not It is an economic system. And it's not in and of itself evil or anything like that. It's efficient. Hmm. Yeah. And it will and it will cause whatever damage it causes on its way to efficiency Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. and
0: regulation is the you know the the alternative is not communism like that is an idea
4: i like the suits but other than that (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) it'd be cool to be one of those i like those (laughs) green (laughs) green joe suits (laughs) they're they're (laughs) tight
0: (laughs) well you don't have to worry about what you're gonna wear every day the the brief time (laughs) i spent in a former communist country uh, i love i just really was down with the fact that they only had one kind of car. So like the parts were interchangeable for a 100 years. Like, (laughs) damn it, that's
4: nice. Yeah, what I recently learned about Marxism's communism that I thought was cool was the uh, segregation between rural and urban would be much more blended. So everyone would basically have a lot more land mass. Mm -hmm. There wouldn't be these large parts of land unused, and we wouldn't be so cramped. So basically you'd have city... And agriculture spread out through the entire country. Mm-hmm. I thought that sounded like a cool visual. I had a cool visual in my mind yeah. of, of yeah. Like having a farm outside my window, but then oh, like being right have down the street. Best of yeah, it.
3: yeah. That's well, it we used to be as a country, but
0: every time people, you know, like Marx and others, were, when they were thinking up these ideas, they weren't necessarily saying like. Well, I mean, maybe they put them into practice and it doesn't work the way they think it is, you know, yeah. but they're just they're really just trying to come up with a way to solve this problem that we kind of find ourselves in right now, which is the power gets yeah. out of balance. How Once you... again,
4: not a political system, an economic system. Right. Communism is also an economic right. system.
0: Right. You know? Yep. And so, you know, I, it's uh, funny that we're we are going to continue to navigate these things over the rest yeah. of human yeah. Future. It's human nature. You know? Yeah. Because this is just the way it is. We totally balance goes this way, power goes that way, you get the you constant pendulums. Yeah. yeah.
3: Do we, you uh sorry to interrupt, do you no, it's good. Jim and I talk about this a lot. <laughs> this is really gonna be out there a little bit. But do you believe in the matrix as far as and I don't mean like the, the movie plays into that a little bit, I'm right? Scared. But uh No, no, I'm not No, good. It's just scary. I don't I'm not thinking like there's this AI computer system, but the matrix meaning society places you in a certain box. And if you start to go outside of that box, things get very difficult. And I can only assume by the path you've chosen with your career, you seem very artistic, creative, that you've encountered you know, going outside of these parameters that you're expected to be.
4: Yeah, I don't know that I believe in the matrix in the way of like that we're actually living in a hologram. Okay. Right. Like, uh-huh. and algorithm and math and capitalism all have a lot in common in terms of them being able to just multiply small amounts of anything. Do I, stepping outside of the box is, there's a lot of ways to step outside of the box and there's plenty of people who have stepped outside of the box who have been left uh, homeless or mentally ill or um, under appreciate not, not every one of us is supposed defeated. to be a law abiding perfect mm-hmm. tuck your pants in mm-hmm. get to work nine to five tool for the corporate mm-hmm. agenda there's not room for every one of us to be that way mm-hmm. anyways mm-hmm. so stepping out of the side of the box for me i guess have has left me feeling very grateful that mm-hmm. i am outside mm-hmm. of the box
3: mm-hmm.
4: for example i'm doing this right now and no one knows where i am and there's i'm not subordinate to anyone
3: mm-hmm. there's a freedom and, in that
4: yeah and that wealth is priceless uh-huh. because if i if you enter into a world that money is not your main motivation and you're not you're not inspired by multiplying capital then you have to accept the wealth you chose mm-hmm. and i chose the wealth of freedom Mm-hmm. And I don't take that for granted at any point in time. Mm-hmm. And so, in terms of like America or the system that we live in, allowing it or not allowing it, capitalism is efficiently cruel, but you are allowed to succeed. You are not barred from success. No, it just yeah. takes
3: a little bit of extra work.
4: And yeah, and if you you can behave your way to success, a lot easier. Mm-hmm and Hmm. but you'd have to be a tool and you'd be sitting around all the time and i don't know it'd never work anyways right so uh so i don't feel uh i mean that was my trepidation going into like something like mcat is i had all sorts of like trepidation in terms of like where do i sit in society and what gives me any like why are these people going to listen to me and then i remember that i'm like an expert on sign painting so i just talked about sign painting and right and And i didn't really worry about it i didn't really let it rattle me so So it, I, I,
2: it might have been one of the best experiences that came out of MCAD yeah. was having you over there. Right. It was. You know. It was great. I know it was great for
4: me. Just because. Yeah. I mean, no, I it can, is, for the for the no. kids. Or oh for yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. I mean, for I can sure. d- I can dig a hole for eight hours more than yeah. I can teach for three. I mean, I, yep. I would be less tired after digging a hole because I've just been like. Yeah. A working class like right. you know proletariat. But it also gives you. I mean, schedule. that's a great sort of meditative <laughs> place to be in. I'd go home t- and just take a nap. Yeah. yeah.
2: Where's the food and then yeah. sleep? <laughs> so I was gonna ask you, um one of my this is sort of now off another onto another tangent, but so I love American Pickers, that show. And yeah, yeah. we were asking like what you watch in that. And I don't know if you ever see that, but I but there's something about collecting also old yeah. signs. I mean, do you collect or do you look at old things? Like yeah. um, you know, and is there their favorite artists in the past where you're like I mean, do you recognize things and go, man, this one's this one's really tight?
4: Yeah, I, I collect old signs. Um, for a while, I was repainting an artist who had passed. I don't know if he's passed, but I imagine he has. He's definitely no longer around here. His name was Rembrandt, and he mm-hmm. painted signs. I guess what he did was he'd winter in like New Orleans and then like come up here and live out of his van. And just the '80s were different. You wouldn't have a yeah. designer component. You'd go up to a car mechanic. You'd paint the car mechanic shop. You'd say. He had a certain show he really liked. One of those one of those classic seventies show with a like a private eye with a mustache or something. I can't remember Magnum. what it was. Magnum. Yep. yep. And so he would say if you I, I, part of the payment is he'd need to sleep in your storefront during off hours because he was more or less like a homeless traveling sound yep. painter. And uh you'd need to leave him with a TV so he could watch Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> and then, that is yeah. awesome. And then uh, <laughs> that and is one awesome. of the car mechanics who's like probably conservative or something like that is, said, Well, I think he swung both ways. (laughs) Uh, Oh, uh, kind of old-fashioned way, right? This guy's cool, and he painted really eccentric signs. (laughs) Yeah, I've made a habit of repainting any of those that I could find. Okay, Um, there's very few left. Um, Right, there's only one that I can think of that I repainted. So that's in part why it still uh, exists. It's just it got a refresh. And then I do collect old signs. I recently uh, sent a letter to the Baptist Church, half a block from my house. Uh, asking them if I could remove their uh no no basketball after dark sign since there was no basketball hoops, and the mm. signs are basically it's sorry right that turning point like we were talking about right. there where yeah. like there's this point where it's like it looks beautiful as part of the urban landscape, but in like another year the sun's gonna bleach it out, and it's gonna be gone right so yeah. we gotta look at our options here, yep. you know, and so they had three of them, and one was double sided one was completely faded. I actually offered them a donation to the church mm-hmm. and they uh, called me back. I typed them a letter on my daughter's oh, typewriter I and put my that. business card <laughs> in oh, and slipped it in there. Nice. Yeah, was like, and slipped it in it's their a mailbox. Nice touch. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, they called me back and said I could have the one. Really, there's just two. They said I could have one. Um, but they wanted to keep the other one because they brought it to the board and some people thought there was historical significance. Yeah. So I told them what I would do is I would take that one and then I would put a UV clear coat on the one they wanted to keep in mm. the hopes of preserving mm-hmm. it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and so that one says no playing basketball after dark and then it's signed the trustee board. Uh-huh. Mm. That was pretty cool. So yeah, I collected a lot of them. I have a Old Brothers Electric sign. I have a pretty good one uh, that's a big giant fish and it's for a fish and chips place and it mm-hmm. says just for the halibut. <laughs> classic it's a really like yeah. dated americana
2: like i don't right. have but like that's so cool yeah. that i mean that's history right yep. there yeah that's our history americana
0: history See, and we're we're silly enough to be actually wondering and thinking about sort of uh is there is there anything are we going to be looking at anything digital and and finding Sort of beauty in its past history, and I think people like right. when you talk about collecting. Uh, I think of like how old video games are now collectible, even though we think of everything yeah. at, at digital as being throwable. Yeah, it's just done. Once it's done, there's no joy to it anymore. Right. But but just like everything else we've ever produced, when you see it and it's and its time has kind of come and gone there might be time for it to come again to, yep. in the nostalgia right. of it. You know? yep. So you're, you're collecting that, and we sit around here and think about all these abstract sort of what are we going to do in this new digital era. It's
4: hard to say because it's all floating around in sort of ephemeral. Mm-hmm. It sort of like doesn't really exist. So without the physical, tangible evidence of it, what would be there to collect? That's my fear with right. this stuff okay. is like if we don't maintain the technology to – do all of this how will we revisit any of it we're like a tape i don't know you can find a working tape player you know it's like this all this physical evidence that you can piece back together with screws and tape and Mm -hmm. but i think
0: that you know the human history is just full of us doing that like okay so the you know the original printing presses are replaced with new ones right and then the old ones sit for 50 years totally and then someone comes along and says you know what I'm refurbishing that old one. We're yeah. gonna put that thing back into operation. Yeah. And, and
2: then all of a sudden we're down the street buying hand hand lettered or hand pressed yep. yes. you know, cards or yep. something yep. like that. It, yeah. You know, and, and same it, with you, you know. I mean you know, all of a sudden now yeah, I mean you could do vinyl or you know yeah, I mean you can just do it on the computer and order something. Totally. But it doesn't but it's not the hand, the human hand is gone.
4: Yep. 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 I always joke that I can always go back to, you know, car mechanics. And I can always, like, I used to just, you know, paint a sign for one car mechanic. And then he'd go to church and they'd ask him what he had for a sign. He said, Oh, this cool guy, Forrest, came up. I'd give him his number. Then I'd go paint his buddy's car mechanic. You know, and now it's like, uh, you know, farm to table. Right. In the the North Loop. And, you know what I mean? But I figure when they are, when, when the trends, when people who, Let's just say it doesn't it's trendy right now. Sign painting mm-hmm. is trendy, it's in vogue. If it's not is trendy it? and it's not in vogue, I can just always paint for everyone who's always had mm-hmm. sign right. painters Let's paint for them like back. the yeah. karma guys, yep. like yeah. my dudes, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like my yeah. people. My yeah. people yeah. will just call me back and I'll paint signs for them yep. cuz they've been they sign But but you're right. Forever. Yeah. I mean, right
2: now- <laughs> <laughs> and and that and that hand painted sign you know fits the farm to table too totally, you know I mean, totally.
4: it's, it's just well, be, yeah, it's interesting yeah because they're right they're now. they're paying livable wages to their farmers and yep. they're paying livable wages to their staff and yeah. so it it goes right hand in hand with that that it's like we also Found a local sign painter. Right. Basically, everybody's making livable wages off of these um, well, and they're promoting entrepreneurs. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah, they're promoting yeah. the
0: craft of farming. Totally. They may as well promote yeah. the craft of farming. That's why I had you do yeah. the, my lettering because yeah, totally. I'm promoting my craft. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why wouldn't I have everything Absolutely. we have promote that same
4: type of craft work? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. God. And with sign painting, a lot of times we can paint right on the surface. So if you were to just break it down to its just economic component, once the sign's pretty big, you're not paying necessarily even more for a hand-painted sign. Right. Because most signs are fabricated, installed, installed to the wall. Yeah. And so we're looking at staff, uh, production, equipment, where if you're just paying guys with knowledge and scaffolding, right. you might actually be saving money once you get to a certain yeah. size. And I found the difference between
0: between vinyl and hand-painting. Like, I thought the. the hand painting would be just outrageously yeah. beyond With and you know what for nice for for something nice i would have paid you know maybe it's two-thirds or, yeah. or half of the price or something you know probably right but but the number wasn't so big like i the value difference between the no. two is
4: so large
0: that i was like well oh, yeah. fuck it that's the right yeah. way to go is hand painted you
1: know
4: yeah yeah i think that uh if you are selling your skill and your product you should base your cost off of what's called the prevailing wage set by the union. And if you borrow a union laborer, if you rent union laborer, a laborer is something like $3,000 a week. Yep. And that's the laborer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what's called the prevailing wage. And if it wasn't for the unions, we'd all be working for peanuts. Right. So just base your wage, you know, so then really it blows. you're paying an honest man, honest living.
0: Yeah, that's the way I felt. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's
4: laughs> what yeah, whether plus, it's the plumber or the lawnmower man or you or the, right. the lawnmower woman you know whoever it is plus I think you know
0: any of that type of advertising like that's your one your first most likely chance to indicate to people what kind of a company you are yeah and so if you if you want to be low budge be <laughs> low budge but yeah you know that that's gonna that's going to plant a seed in their mind that you're kind of quick and dirty and low
4: What you get, what you pay for. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, pretty much. Just ring right. just stays true to everything. It, yeah. it does. I mean, it I went, really
0: does. I went with, without signs for our construction company, like yard signs, mm-hmm. for fifteen years because I couldn't, I couldn't find the right one, and I yeah. didn't want to get the little plastic ones on the yeah. little stakes. Yep. And uh, finally, we came up like, with this idea to it's pretty elaborate sign. Well, it is them, like, yeah, yeah i had yeah. well i i had the steel company fabricate up this sort of monolithic post with with this big chunk of redwood on it that we mm-hmm. painted our stuff on and and everyone looks at them and they're like man that's a real nice sign cool like, yeah that's because we made it cool yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> only took me 15 years
4: yeah. like, <laughs> to figure out how to make oh, something yeah. like that oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's that cool that's the way it
0: works so uh, what, what sort of stuff other than painting signs do you get up to around here that's fun? What do you, what, let's, let's talk a little
4: Minneapolis, St. Paul. Did you grow up here? I was born and raised in South Minneapolis. Born and raised? Okay. Where, whereabouts? So uh, I like this as part of the origin story, though. It probably never affected me really much because you know, I was a baby. But I was born on 17th Avenue and 32nd Street in the upstairs of a duplex. A home, okay. a home birth on 17th Avenue. Lake in 17th. Okay. Um, so I'm proud of that fact, even yeah. though I barely, you know, I obviously don't remember it. Uh, I supposedly did have a baby blanket, but it was stolen off the clothesline, my mother says. Oh. Which is- <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> that's so the the placenta uh, was buried under a carrot patch. In the oh. I don't think the oh. carrots are there anymore. <laughs> my, my mom worked at Ingebretsen's. Okay. Uh, and her best friend was an Ingebretsen. And so my sister is named after Molly Ingebretson, who's one of the, I believe, possibly one of the owners of Ingebretson's at this point. But so definitely some real South Minneapolis ties. And then the my formative years where you think of like running around as a kid uh, was deep south, like where you live. And okay. that uh I don't know if you saw Lake Nicomas area. Yeah. 54th street and 45th Avenue. So like yep. the, my bedroom window could see the lights of the VA hospital. I know exactly where you're Before at. Before the I've VA was built over there. Yeah. The VA yep. was much smaller then. it was okay. just the old building. So that was just in a big abandoned lot for us to bike around in and stuff like that. And then cool. the Twin City BMX was still there. What is the now the dog park was the leftover remnants of a BMX course. Ah, So we right. would go down there and uh, just bike and just total river rats. So, How oh, Californian of us. Yeah, we just grew up like complete river rats. Just like every day of, would be down by the Mississippi. Yeah. It's On like- your BMX bike. Or mountain bike eventually, yep. yeah. Yep. And then eventually it just became smoking cigs. You know, right. but like, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Your parents thought you were biking. Yeah. I'm going on a bike ride with Marlboro's. I, I do, I do.
2: Because I was a BMX dirt kid. Yeah. <laughs> smoking cigs and riding cigs. That was fantastic. I put, I put the cig down when I hit a jump, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Circle oh, back uh, and pick it up.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> That was not my youth.
2: Yeah, that was my youth. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. I was. I uh, grew up in Crystal. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's solid. <laughs> yes, totally. Yep. You get tons of street credibility for Crystal in the, in the yep, 70s that's or right. 80s. Yeah. That was. Absolutely. Yeah, he's
0: looking at you like, "Do I say 60s?
4: No, oh my 70s, Zach. <laughs> yep, you got it. That's yep. right. I just yep. love it. I oh, got one in. 80s. Yeah. Yes. 80s.
0: Oh,
2: I got, 80s I got go.
0: one in on you. I was throwing hay bales on the farm. Nice. you know not that it wasn't our farm but we rented the house on someone's you know 120 acre yep. hobby farm or whatever yep. so i mean that was i was out running around in the forest and helping a a farmer you know yep. well yep. It's, like i say it was his hobby farm but we had pigs and cows and chickens to yep. tend to and
3: so your farm cool kid what to you're
0: be yeah i mean not not my entire yeah. youth cuz my <laughs> folks were divorced and i lived in uh Madison, too, so I got some city time, but I was not riding BMX around smoking cigarettes with you guys.
4: Yeah, no, I I would say that I came of age uh, as a young adult on East Lake Street. Yeah, I started living back in that neighborhood as a young person, 15, 16. I lived with a godfather for a little while, obviously still went back to my folks, but then as a young adult, I very much uh, grew up on East Lake. Yeah, Minneapolis kid. Very much yeah. so. Yeah. And my last name is Wozniak, so my grandparents actually lived in the next suburb uh, just north of here. Is you know, that? Is, Polish. Okay. So I've got what? some ties over here, but I definitely oh, yeah. grew That's up in South Minneapolis.
3: What's the suburb Annapolis. just north of here? Not, um, uh,
4: is it, it, it's it? It's not it, Crystal. It's, it, I want to say. Columbia uh, Heights. Yeah. It, yep. 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 Okay. Yeah. And, and then friendly, one, friendly. Yeah. One of those suburbs is where yeah. the, they yeah. grew up. on. My dad grew up on the Iron Range. My grandpa was a minor. And then when he retired, he moved more to this neighborhood. Minnesotan yeah. through and oh. through. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely. You're the real deal. You do yeah. strike me yeah. as <laughs> being very Minnesotan.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, very, I mean, not that Minnesota. we aren't. Yeah. She's not. She's out.
4: She's Wisconsin. <laughs> Scani. Yeah.
3: They're the same thing. <laughs> Except no, a lot more no, cheese. More
4: good. German. A little yeah. more German. Sausage. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well. Yeah. 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 A little bit yeah. more of that German diet.
2: Yeah. Very, very true. You've got some. Strong scowny traits. Yeah. They <laughs> so, we- still Oops. keep me
3: around.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do yeah. love the idea of giving people from
2: Wisconsin such a hard time. Because no one knows, similar. unless you're from yeah, here, very they do Well, and St. Yeah. Paul. I mean, when was the oh, first yeah. time you went to St. Paul? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> I, I, this is a real question.
0: Like, deep well, <laughs> like, well, <laughs> St.
4: Paul, though. Not All just no, across just, the river. Just, well, I grew up uh, by the falls. Yeah. <laughs> so St. Paul was okay. right over the Ford Bridge. Yeah, but sure. that's... So, I'm not
0: talking that part of St. Paul, because that,
4: that may yeah, as well be, like... The highland. Yeah. 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 And so... But, like, I I mean I went to St. Paul a lot growing oh, up. Oh you did? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I even had a school grade school in West St. Oh, Paul at a okay. time. Oh. Yeah. Right. So I went to a funky grade school. Yep. Okay. You know. I'm Fine. all
2: surprised. Oh, you did go to St. Paul. Yeah. <laughs>
4: well if I was in Crystal, I went to
2: <laughs> Yeah, I know. That was uh, that, Yeah. I mean, why would you? That, yeah. Was right? it the yeah, children's museum
4: like, down there yeah. or whatever?
2: But <laughs> like that's uh,
0: did they bust did they bust grimy little
2: Greasy? <laughs> 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 <I'm not laughs> Greasy. <laughs> the greasy little did gyms-y it exist
3: dip- back when you were young?
2: Did St. It- Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're asking? I don't understand. I'm lost.
3: I'm wondering if they
0: took a. I
3: know the children's museum. Did it exist? Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know if it did or not. Wedding. I was. I was um. from. St- Crystal, that we didn't we didn't go to. That's what family. I was asking no. because
0: they they bust us little dirt balls from Elk <laughs> River down there to, to show you, museum. Yeah, to show you like the good life. Oh. You know, this is right, right. like the science museum and right. stuff is over there. So they'd be like, I'm take sure us to, I went there, but I don't. Wasn't there a
3: Dayton's it. down there too? Well, they something? would
0: take us like you know when you're, in grade school or whatever. Like you're going to Mia or you're yeah, going yeah. to the yep. Walker or you're yep. going mm-hmm. to
2: a play at the Guthrie or. You know Whatever. what I do remember? So, my aunt lived in St. Paul, and to get to her house, we would have to drive by the caves. Yep. You oh, know? Yeah. And that was that was cool.
4: The caves are great. The caves uh, off of Lilydale. Yep. That's Yeah. Right. So, those were originally carved out as mushroom caves. So, in the 20s, those were pickaxe. That's why so you can see the pickaxe yeah, marks okay. on the ceiling. And that's a uh, great habitat for growing just your really traditional mushroom. Okay. And then, you know, St. Paul's whole. Uh, Economy was built off of the gangsters as a safe haven, so the gangsters could move to St. Paul as long as they would meet with the police chief, disclose their activities. They could live in St. Paul without persecution as long as they committed no crimes in the state of Minnesota. Okay, so they continued to commit their crimes and. Illinois and Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and the surrounding areas, mm-hmm. and live mm-hmm. safely in St. Paul. And St. Paul, would that be you're... a sanctuary city? Is that
0: yeah?
1: Brother <laughs> 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 yeah. And
4: so, in turn, then St. Paul's economy really grew in response. And then during oh. prohibition, you know, the gangsters were very opposed to prohibition, um, and Hams was very instrumental in eliminating prohibition. They kidnapped the Hams kid oh, Or something like that, right. you know. No, that's when right. I can start butchering I just, the history. But up yep. to that point, uh, I was pretty close uh, to accurate. And they bought all the caves from the mushroom farmers, and that's where they stored. Um, so the story has it there was even a tunnel that went all the way under the Mississippi. Um, oh, had been my. carved by like the like a Native American right. tunnel, supposedly. That's the yeah, story yeah. Goes. I mean, and, that'd be a scary tunnel. And they would keep uh, whiskey. Um, we don't even think about things like cocaine and right. tanks, artillery, guns, machine. Oh my guns. God!
3: What do you think's so, down there so now? That,
4: now, nothing, because a bunch of dumb kids always build fires oh, and asphyxiate oh, themselves. So, they just... Oh. Yeah, that, okay. that was... Now, they both, okay. We used to go in there all the time, and there was one... There was the stairway we to did, heaven. Yes. the stairway yes, to heaven, and yes. it was just... You climb up this sandstone staircase, and it was a tube. It was supposedly the tube that went under the Mississippi. Right. But no... I mean, you're talking, like, about the size of your body heading towards the Mississippi. Uh, no yeah. way. No. And so, <laughs> we used to put a lot of time in there, and then... Because you could hit, open up Lilydale like, if you had a big, like, you know... You know, like I had a seventy one Dodge dart, you know, so you'd yeah. hit up Lilydale and a seventy one dodge there. dart. Oh, <laughs> we can't oh, hear yeah, all this sorry. great stuff oh, yet You know, we'll oh, get it in there. Oh, but you got to open up your carbureted engine, throw in oh, yeah. some Black Sabbath, head uh, yeah. to the caves, drink a Budweiser. Oh it was like shit,
2: forest. <laughs> We were there at the
4: same time. I was a little bit older, but oh, yeah. I, I,
2: later... I was there. I was there. Those... Yeah, no, well, I, I was kind of reenacting. Yeah, no, I was. You yeah, got there. so excited.
0: you yeah. Like yeah you
2: were no. settling in, but like I was only scared of the caves. I didn't like them. No, because a good way know, to run out of oxygen. Yeah, you know? I wasn't yeah, like... I mean, everyone go in there and I'd be like, I don't know. I'll just I'm not wait a big fan guys. of either. I'll <laughs> wait for you guys and burn a couple smokes yeah. and yeah. Uh, listen on to the, Black Sabbath by myself. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know?
0: I'd have been better off sitting on the on the bank of the river yeah. waiting for everyone else <clears throat> yeah. to get yeah. out of there. I well, did not
2: like
4: that. I mean, but, that area was so real back then. I remember my yeah. godfather used to bring me there when I was a teenager. He was kind of like a spiritual man and kind of like... Uh, ran a like a, I can't remember what it was called. I think it was called the Big Woods Club. But basically, he took kids that were at risk, uh, even gangs and whatnot, and then took them out into the woods and taught them how to like harvest natural Jesus. things from the woods. And like yeah. he had a real yeah. purpose, you know. Right. Yeah. He was cool. And we ha- I haven't seen. Him. Uh, he's past- since passed, and I also had not seen him in a really long time. Uh, but he would take me out there, and we'd go to the hobo encampments and bring twelve packs of beer as well, and cans of beans and wow. stuff. Mm. Okay. And like. So yeah. there was like, literally like a pallet village back there. The only yeah. two, the only, because once you got, you know, the road was just that little yep. small road. But back there was like, there was two things, basically like little hobo encampments and then mud bogging. So yeah. people in like pickup trucks would just be like. Yeah, boom, that, was, that was yeah. straight up crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And yeah. we but used to bring to them, you know, 12 packs and cans of beer. Uh, uh, and we went one time and it was all burned down. Uh-huh. And there was one guy kind of picking up the pieces and we asked him what was going on. He said that... Uh, Cops came at night and burnt down their hobo village to the ground. Wow, that's an old-fashioned way of dealing with stuff. Yeah, they don't don't, don't deal with stuff like that anymore. Well, maybe they would in the woods because no one's watching. But well, they don't burn it down. No. Now they they get a cameo photo op first. (laughs) First, they they get to take a picture from the city page hugging one of them.
1: Oh, shit,
2: of course.
4: Uh, I'm
2: not really laughing.
0: Uh, oh, Jim's uh, abstaining from laughter on that one. Yep. I just laughed at the mention of the city pages. Yeah, well, that's what's
2: funny about it, actually. Yeah, you're right. Yes, totally.
1: Of course. They will
3: not be sponsoring this podcast. Uh, they, they, they were we out lost, long lost long them. They already lost. Oh, I
4: suppose I shouldn't off site advertise. No, it's, it's Oh no, it's good. all good. Oh, yeah, we're
0: we're a running joke here. It's no, all yeah. good. I think uh I think we have to have you in again uh at a future date to talk just history. You're you're really into this stuff, aren't you? The kind of history of Minneapolis Saint Paul stuff.
4: Uh yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's cool. it, thanks to Google, I really have no platform anymore because you can like fact check everything I say. Mm. But, oh, now on this But show. pre Google, I'm a total historian. Yeah, you know. yeah. pre Google, <laughs> you're an authority.
1: Pre Google. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I pre-wikipedia
4: that. i mean people
0: like, came to forest
4: I, you know, speak, right. I speak in these like speculative hyperbole you know like, <laughs> so so I you like family members are like hold on one second they all pull out their phones and they're
1: like, no, that's, not true.
4: that's like, what happens
0: here on that's the. that's the show we usually I put know. out a disclaimer that yeah. like we're we're not responsible for any sort of truths that we may represent on the show because right yeah. it's pretty slim
2: that we're
4: actually right but but, but yeah.
2: those cave stories i mean that whole area i i know what you're talking about yeah. i was I was actually scared of the whole area over
4: there. Oh, it was really haunting. And then there was still the one cave that was active because one guy didn't sell out, and he was the guy who sold uh, you know, minnows and stuff. Oh, little, I don't yeah. remember if at the end of the road there was literally, a, it, all he sold was, what's it called? Ta- tackle. tackle. Yeah, bait, yeah. Yeah. bait, bait and tackle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got and he's still a city owned, kid. And he <laughs> was literally like inherited it from his mushroom farming parents who wow. didn't sell to the to the wow. gangsters and same with the, that dump there right they also have caves those would be the only ones you could still enter uh-huh. if the dump let you right uh-huh. because they still own them
2: well so now didn't something happen to one of those caves didn't they re isn't there something in it now i, I don't They're know it's all been...
4: filled with uh cinder uh, like leftover construction debris and is uh, that what it rebar. is rebar yeah because there was a couple um pretty major accidents right where, you know kids go down there and party and they don't know yeah, oh yeah. And they, build, yeah, no, a, they build a fire and you know next thing you know, There's
0: they're... still a few that are because someone some group of kids died just a few years ago. Unless they'd yeah. filled it in since. Well,
4: what's weird is like there's holes up high in the woods too. So even if they're filling in the entrances, there's parts you could like fall in. You know, right. it's like still quite dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And so I think something like that happened. See, that's basically why someone went in and couldn't get couldn't out. Get I'm not going out, yeah. over there. Like yep. that's. Oh, I'm. <laughs> well, hang onto your children's hands.
1: <laughs> you know, like if you walk over there. Like... No, I'm out.
0: Yeah, I'm out. Just <laughs> make them, make them wear sticks.
2: <laughs> and tie to their back so they don't fall through. I just remember like the cave was kind of boarded up yep. for a while, and then, but then there's a hole. Like they just bust yeah. open the thing, and I'm totally. like, wow. And then you, poke
4: yeah, your I watched head Lost there, Boys. Like, Boys. I know how this works. Shit, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going in that thing. But on a hot summer day, it's a lot cooler in there. <laughs> yeah. It right? is. Yes. And there was one room that was like. Carved out to be perfectly round and then had thrones and candle holders. Oh, so you could like sit not, with your buddies in like a, a yep. round throne room. That oh, not crazy. creepy at all. Mm. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> I was. Totally
0: they should scared. be making cheese or something in right? those things. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: all right, you guys. Uh, I think we need to give Forrest just a, a few moments here to... to... Promote let everyone know. anything that you want to promote, which is maybe just your website. Your website or, and your
3: Instagram, you said you're okay. very active, yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah.
4: So I can be found on just one social media platform, and that's Instagram. And that is my name spelled out, so Forest Wozniak, at Forrest Wozniak, it's F-O-R-R-E-S-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K. And that is also my website would be ForrestWozniak.com. And that has a link to any way you might want to get a hold of me, whether you wanted to call or email. And also, uh, general Google search is also helpful, too, because then sometimes you see images or possibly write-ups of, you know, magazines or whatnot. uh, Yeah, people like you
0: as a sign painter. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool. You're you're, uh, an incredibly humble, intelligent, funny guy, and I'm really thankful for you coming in.
4: Well, I'm really grateful that you guys had me, and I appreciate any platform, uh, any platform that becomes available. No one listens to, to this shit. To
0: <laughs> to talk about <laughs> random things. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Do. They I, actually they, they, they do. do. I yeah. do that. I do that because I knew the minute that came out of my mouth, I was watching out of my periphery here, <laughs> and she just is like, "God
1: damn it, Sam, don't say that."
0: She, uh, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. Every time I say, "No one listens," we actually we actually do we, have, we have a, a few, follow, few, we follow we have
1: them, A few actually.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We have fun with it and uh, we do appreciate our listeners and we appreciate yes. Forrest for coming in. Yes, thank you. Yep.
3: Forrest, thank you. thanks for great. coming in. Yeah. Nice
4: meeting you. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. I'm grateful. Awesome.
0: All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andelin and other legacy projects, visit the website at dot or KineticLegacy.us. take care